that by and large, 2021 probably didn't turn out to be quite what we thought it was going to look like. Who could agree with that? Anyone agree with that? Yep. So now we find ourselves at the beginning of a brand new year. I love a brand new year. When I was in school, I loved a brand new book. I don't know if you do books. Do you do notebooks in school anymore? I don't know. That shows you how old I am. But anyway, I loved a brand new book because no matter the mistakes or the bad marks that you got or the disappointing marks that you got in the other book, when you got a new book, you could open it, fresh page, start again. And I feel like a new year, fresh page, start again, in my brain at least. So we get to choose again. How kind is God? We get to choose again what we are looking for this year, 2022. Are we going to be like the ducks that race out, test the temperature, Goldilocks, see if it's too hot, too cold, too hard, too soft? What was the other one? Too hard, too soft? Can't remember. Too just right. And then we're going to stand up, it's just right. Are we going to rush out and go, well, no matter what it feels like, I... I'm going to set the temperature for my year. Are we going to record the temperature like a thermometer or are we going to be a thermostat that sets the temperature not only for our own lives but of those in our world and our sphere of influence? Are we going to make the most of the year or are we just going to wait and see? See, I feel like, I feel like the past two years have put a lot of hopes and dreams and plans on hold. That's just a fact. There wouldn't be a person in this room that didn't have a plan or a hope or a dream that somehow got changed, cancelled, deferred, not realised in the last two years. And this season is one, this last season is one we could never have imagined. Honestly, coming into it, in the middle of it, towards the end of last year, we never could have imagined that we would be still at this point at the beginning of 2022. So today, I want to encourage us not to let that season be one we couldn't have imagined, but to re-imagine what 2022 and the coming years could look like. You know, this, this season, this last season, I've never seen anything like it before. There's been loss, there's been division, there's been confusion, there's been disappointment. There has. But it doesn't need to continue because we always get to choose our response to the external circumstances that are around us. So for me, I choose to reimagine what life will look like for me and mine, and the church, and everything around me, everything in my sphere of responsibility, I get to choose to reimagine that at this point in the year. No matter what happened, though, we all grew, right? We all grew. We had to. We had to adapt. We had to change. We had to change the way we did things. We had to change our plans. We grew. Challenging times bring growth. So don't look back at the last two years and go, well, that was a waste of time. No. We all grew in the last two years. Challenging times bring growth if we allow them to. And for me personally, it's my conviction it's time to emerge from that sense of wait and see. Let's just wait and see. Let's not make any plans. Let's just 
wait and see. Let's just wait and see. I'm sick of waiting to see. I have decided that I'm not going to wait and see anymore. I'm going to do what I can do while I can do it. I'm going to reimagine my life. I'm going to push away from that longing for everything to return to normal because I don't know if you've realized it, but we're way beyond that now. That normal is not our normal. And you know, it may never be our normal again, and that is not a bad thing because God's purpose was to what? Redeem the earth. So if we trust him, We trust that even in this process where we can't see the beginning from the end, he is still at work redeeming the earth. And so the normal that we long for back there may be not the normal that we walk into, but I'm convinced if God has got anything to do with it, then this normal is going to be way better than that normal. That's just my personal point of view. So reimagine. I chose this term very carefully. Reimagine. What does it mean? It means to imagine again or anew, to form a new conception of or recreate. Who thinks it might be time to recreate our lives, to reimagine, to reinvent, to relook at and set some, some vision and some goals and some, I don't know, just great things? 2022 is a year to reimagine to recreate our vision, our dreams, to start to dream again in a world that may never look the same as what it did. Nothing in the last couple of years was a surprise to God. Nothing was a surprise. It's not like he's in heaven going, well, I didn't see COVID coming. I didn't see that happening. Nothing is a surprise to him because he holds creation the word tells us, in the palm of his hand. And if that is the case, and I believe it is so, then he has a plan and a way through this, and not just a way to survive, but a way to thrive, a way that the two years that we've just been through will build something into our lives in the coming years that is going to be quite incredible. That's my conviction. He knows the beginning from the end. He always has and he always will. Proverbs 3 verse 5 in the Passion Translation says, Trust in the Lord completely. Don't really like that, do we? Completely. And do not rely on your own opinions. Wow, there's a good word. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision that you make. That hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It's easy to say, I trust God completely, except when my travel plans don't quite work out, except when I don't see what I want to see and don't get to do what I want to do. It's easy to say. It's harder to do. Never in my life have I seen opinions, opinions bring so much division, so much fear and hate like this last season has. I've never seen it before. Because when we rely on our opinions, we're not relying on him. We're relying on our understanding, not on his perspective. And we take our focus and our trust from him and the noise of social media and the noise of the news 
can just drown out that little voice inside that says, trust, trust me, trust me, I've got you, I've got this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart completely. Don't lean on your opinions or other people's. And if you do that, I'll guide you and I'll lead you in every decision that you make. I don't know, maybe you felt a little that way. Like you don't know which way to turn. I know I have at times. Not quite sure what tomorrow's going to bring. But this I do know. I can trust him. I can rely on him. And even if the decisions and even if the decisions that he's helping me make don't quite look like the decisions he was helping me make two years ago, I can trust him because to this point in my life, he's never let me down. When God created the world, he spoke into existence something that wasn't already there. Something that wasn't already there. He spoke it. In Genesis 1, verse 1 to 3 in the Amplified, it says this, In the beginning, God created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void or a waste and emptiness and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light on the first day. I don't know if that doesn't make you amazed. When I read that, I'm like, from absolutely nothing, we have everything that we see today. What God saw in that moment was formless and void, a waste, emptiness, darkness, but he saw what could be and he spoke it into existence. And the first thing he did was make sure there was light in the darkness. Now, some of us may feel that the last couple of years have been a little bit formless, a bit void, empty, maybe a bit dark. But can I encourage you that the way back, way back in the beginning, the Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding, and he has remained that way since he spoke that word into existence right back in the very, very beginning. He is still here. He is still moving. He is still hovering. He is still brooding. He still has creation. All of us in the palm of his hand, we just need to reimagine what our world looks like. God said, let there be light, and there was light. The single thing that causes the darkness to change is the light. And we, church, are the light. You are the light of the world. We are the light. We are the change bringers. We are the hope bringers. We are the faith bringers. We are the difference bringers. We are the temperature setters in our world. Jordan is. (laughs) We are. I want to encourage you today. John 8, 12 says, Then Jesus said, I am the light of the world and those who embrace me will experience life-giving light and they will never walk in darkness. Never walk in darkness. And this portion of Scripture is found directly after the woman is caught in adultery and she's brought before Jesus and her situation looks hopeless because everybody in the world has an opinion on what should happen to her. 
And they want Jesus's opinion on what should happen to her. The world, the religious leaders of the world, they want to stone her to death. And rightly so, that's what the law says they can do. Her situation, hopeless. She's been caught in a bad place, breaking the law, and I can only imagine her shame and her fear and her hopelessness until they present her to the light of the world. And then everything changes. Maybe you're looking back over 2021 and there are circumstances or situations that you need to encounter the life-giving light of Jesus in. Situations that look hopeless. Maybe you're sitting in one right now. Maybe you've brought one forward with you into 2022 where it looks hopeless, where it looks lifeless, where it brings you despair. But can I just encourage you, just like the woman, if you bring it to the feet of Jesus, he is the light of the world and anyone who encounters him experiences life-giving light and they never walk in darkness. I need reminding of that. I don't know about you. Maybe you're all just better at this than I am. But I certainly need reminding of that. I need reminding of the light sometimes. I need reminding that I've experienced this life-giving light and I don't have to walk in the darkness anymore. But you know what? It's my choice if I embrace it. I can know it, but it's my choice if I apply it to my life and live it like it's a truth. I've always believed, and I've said many times from this platform, that life is to be lived. I've always had that conviction. I've always said, this is not a dress rehearsal. We're not here just having a dress rehearsal for the real thing. This is it. And my conviction is, I don't want to miss a moment. I don't want to miss anything. If my days on earth are allotted to me, then I am not going to waste one of them in the dark. And sometimes I need to remind myself of that. Sometimes I get into a little bit of a funk. Does anybody else get into a bit of a funk? Something, just everything sucks. My life sucks. It doesn't. I just need reminding. I just need reminding. It's not always healthy when my husband reminds me for him. But it's okay when the Holy Spirit reminds me, just not when he thinks he's the Holy Spirit. Sorry, babe. John 10.10 says this, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. I feel like there's been a bit of a thief in the last couple of years that has stolen from us, that has destroyed things in us. And today, at the beginning of 2022, I'm here to remind you that he came to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow and it is your choice whether you apply that to your life or just have it as a bit of a scripture head knowledge thing. So this, people, is a call to reimagine life in 2022 through the eyes of faith and hope 
and trust as we turn the page. You know, when I first encountered the life-changing love of Jesus, many, many years ago now, long time ago, I so needed it and it made such a difference in my life. I went from someone who lived day to day and really had no idea about what I could have in my life. I thought I was doing okay, but I probably really wasn't. And I encountered the life-changing love of Jesus in a, in a situation not unlike this through some people that I'd met who I'd never met anyone like them before. I could only describe them as people who brought light and life and love into my life. Anyway, when I encountered that, I felt like God gave me a scripture for my life. And it's one that I have clung to. At the time, I didn't realize how foundational it would be. And I have shared it so many times from this platform that you probably all know it before I say it. But I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to share it again this morning because I want to spur you into action. Because I feel like, you know, we sang this morning, we started with Awake My Soul. It's time for us to wake up. I feel like we've been a little bit comatose over the last couple of years, me included. Just a little bit. I'm just going to wait and see. Just a little bit. Just launch back and lie back and wait and see what happens. We started this morning with Awake My Soul. I believe that the Word of God this morning is wake up. Come on, wake up. Reimagine. Look at the life that you've been given recreate the bits that need recreating, reimagine what you can do in 2022. My life verse is Ephesians 3.20. In the Passion Translation, it reads like this, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. Your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for this is his miraculous power, constantly energizing you. I'm going to read it again because you're not very excited by that. Let me start again. Never doubt, good start, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. All this being life, all this being your dreams, all this being the vision that you have, all this being the reimagination of what life can look like. He will achieve infinitely more. Now, I don't know about you, but I love that word infinitely. You know, when you would have, as a kid, you'd have a, you know, no, it's me, no, it's you, no, it's me, no, that's me by infinity. I mean, maybe you didn't do that, but I still do that a little bit sometimes. Because infinity wins, right? Okay. So, he will achieve infinitely. That is beyond your comprehension, going on forever, more than you could ever, 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 ever quantify. Infinitely. More than your greatest request. Okay, so what is your greatest request this morning? What is it? Do you know it? Because if you don't know it, then you can't do infinitely more than it. What's your greatest request? What do you want to see in 2022? What's your greatest request? Your most unbelievable dream. What's your unbelievable dream? Have you dreamt it? Do you need to go home and dream it? Some of you need to go home and have a nap this afternoon. Have a little bit of a dream. That's permission, people. Go home, have a nap. Have a dream 
about what life can look like in 2022. I love this. And exceed your wildest imagination. What's your wildest imagination? Because sometimes I think we can, God never confines us. We're so good at doing that to ourselves. I could never do that. Why not? I could never go back to study again. Well, people, this year I'm going back to study. 57 years old, almost 58. I'm going back to study. And I'm only telling you that because for the last two months I've been going, I can't do this. It's ridiculous. I haven't studied for, I can't even remember how long I haven't studied for. Longer than I've been alive. I don't know. I can't do this. But you know what? I can. I can. It's never too late. Yesterday, your yesterday does not define your today. It doesn't define your today. Okay. Your wildest imagination. What is it? Because if you don't know it, if you haven't dreamed it, if you haven't imagined it, then how's he going to do more than it? It only makes sense, really. He, and then I love this, because then it says, he will outdo them all. Wow. I think the only thing that keeps us where we're at, from dreaming, from imagining, from what was the first one? I can't remember. Requesting, requesting. The only thing that keeps us from that is us. Maybe the voices of other people, but us, because we accept it. And this is the good part. This is the kicker. For his miraculous power constantly energizes you. It's not for you. It's not you. It's not coming from you. You don't have to do it. There is a miraculous power, a life-giving energy, a light propelling thing inside of us called the Holy Spirit because we've encountered Jesus that propels us, that energizes us, that inspires us. Are you inspired? I'm so glad because I'm sweating. (sighs) The last season may have felt a bit like our lives were on hold. It's Look, I'm not saying it hasn't been challenging and difficult. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying that everything is going to change today. But I tell you what, the way we see it, the way we talk about it, and the way we think about it needs to change today. Let's stop just waiting for life to get back the way it was. God has put in us this amazing creative power, this this ability to see life as he sees it. Let's, Let's... Tap into that. Because what if it can be better? What if it can be infinitely more? What if it can be our most unbelievable dream? What if it can exceed our wildest imagination? What what if it can? You've got to have something to aim at. If you're aiming at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. God's purpose is to continually redeem the world. His power is at work in us. That never changes. External circumstances don't change that. COVID didn't change that. Loss of employment doesn't change that. The inability to see family doesn't change that. The way we feel about the world doesn't change that. His power is at work in us. This year, is a year 
to re-encounter the Spirit of God that energizes us, that brings us creative power, that gives us the ability to see our lives and the lives around us the way that He does. And I'm preaching to myself, just so you know. A number of, number of years ago, I got this tattoo. Not just because I like tattoos, but I got it because it meant something. Because I felt that the word of my, on my life was grateful. I felt that I was a person who wanted to be grateful for every circumstance, every situation, every point of growth, for everything that had happened to me. I wanted to be grateful. I wanted to be someone who lived with gratitude for life itself. And every morning I would get up and I would say, I'm so grateful for this day. God, I'm so grateful for this day because it is a brand new day and your word says that your mercies are new every morning. And I'm grateful that I get to experience it because I always thought the alternative was not great. Because if I'm not alive and experiencing it, then I'm not alive and experiencing it. So I'm grateful for today. And if I wake up alive, then there's a purpose for my life. And I've got to tell you, if I'm really, really honest, in the last few months, I've really forgotten that. I've forgotten to wake up and be grateful because I've started to just wait for everything to change. And then I had this revelation. Wow. God's power is at work in me and I am grateful. And every day I wake up, I am grateful for the day that God has given me, for his miraculous power working in me, for the spirit of God that brings light and life and hope and purpose in my life, not just for me, but to be the light that Jesus created for the world. And I put it there to remind myself And then I started wearing a bangle over the top of it so I couldn't see it anymore. And my mask was covering it, but it's not now. I'm wearing my bangle on this hand so I can see it and remind myself to be grateful every day for this life that I have.